Welcome back, everybody, to the SUP Podcast. Bryce here today with... Mason. And Andy. And we're back at it. Full uh, triage of awesomeness on the podcast. It's been a little bit. I think we're getting to the pattern of every other podcast we have each each of us, all three of us in. <laughs> uh, last week we made up for it. Oh, yeah, I'm... I'm actually pretty upset that I wasn't able to join last week, considering what happened. But I'm I'm very pleased with how it turned out. Yeah, I'm, it was super cool. I I a lot of people love Noah coming on. Um, I thought Noah brought like a really good story, as I said, uh, because a lot of people, you know, they're going through that phase of like what do, what do they want to do with their lives? Um, and Andy and I touched on this at the very end, and it's like Noah had a really great story of just like how malleable our minds and interests could be during this time and how we can navigate it to really find our true purpose. So um, shout out to Noah again um, for coming on last week. And Noah, if you're listening this week, my mom was thrilled to hear about how you're doing. All right. So big elephant in the room is the fact that Mason was gone last week. So Mason, how has your last two weeks been? Um, Going on, to be honest, um, just in the routine. This upcoming week, I do have a couple tests, which are my first tests of the semester, which I don't know how that relates with everybody else, because typically I get in the flows where it's like three, four weeks, no tests, and then all my classes seem to schedule them all in the same week. So it'd be nice to like at least space it out a bit so I don't have to focus on different things like that all in once. But nonetheless, I've been up to looking forward to this week, um, this past week, not really much other than just the regular flow, I guess. I mean, I watched the NBA All-Star game last night because I'm into the basketball season now that football is over. But, yeah, that's that's all I got to share. That's really exciting. I, I'm also – I got three tests this week, so I, I feel you in that department. Yeah, not, not necessarily the school for a reason, right, to get an education. I guess that's kind of how they test to see whether or not you're getting it. But, obviously, I don't think it's anybody's favorite part of school, so – but it's something you work with. Jeez, you guys are making me feel bad. I've only got four classes total, so I don't have anywhere near three tests. Oh, I only have four classes too, Andy. How do you have three tests in the same week with four classes? That's just my, mean. My fourth class <laughs> has the test next week, but I fly oh. out to Pittsburgh on Thursday and the test is on Friday. So, um, yeah, we might really? be... Flying to Pittsburgh, that'll be fun. Yep, yep. so we'll be cramming the next couple of weeks that's for sure um but andy what about you what have you been up to you know not a whole lot just uh trying to make it through a couple more weeks and um got to play in a couple more broom ball games which is always a ton of fun um this upcoming weekend i'm doing a big ski trip with a bunch of my friends up here so i'm really excited for that and i get to cook for all my friends for the whole weekend so that'll be really cool other than that I uh, I made some ribs on the grill yesterday, so that took up a bunch of my time and not a whole lot else going on. That sounds really nice and relaxing, at least. Um, I did have an opportunity to play broomball. Not this past week, but the week before. I didn't mention this on last week's podcast, but I did pass up on the opportunity. Um, I'm sorry, Andy. Um, I figured you'd probably be really mad at me for doing that. But I hope you can forgive me. But you're like athletic, so you'd be good at broomball. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it was go to broomball and skip doing homework, 
and then go to volleyball or do homework and go to volleyball. And I decided do homework and go to volleyball instead of broomball, volleyball, and no homework. Yeah, that's fair, though. Like, if you're playing other sports, broomball can be really, really brutal sometimes, and you'll get really sore really quickly. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a pretty labor-intensive sport, so. Mm-hmm. Any broomball over by you, Mason? It's. I was just going to say, I, I was finding my way to interject, but it's funny you guys are talking about broomball because our uh, our crew organization on campus here is actually playing broomball after our meeting this Thursday, so I'll have an opportunity to do that. That was that was the organization crew. We did a Saturday night. It was Saturday night broomball uh, with the whole crew organization. So there's, I think they had a turnout of like forty people. So not only was it, um, I wasn't unable to go, but there was a big big group of people playing as well. So yeah, yeah, that's nice. I to me the challenge is that we play at the ice arena, obviously. So me having dealt dealt with two knee injuries in my past with my old basketball days i don't necessarily know if it's the wisest thing for me to be out on the ice but as long as i'm careful about it i guess i can give it a shot so we'll see what we it's a game time decision for sure i mean it's not like you're on skates though i mean i don't know how andy plays it but you know if you're just in your tennis shoes like it could be a little bit more dangerous so yeah i i usually wear my boots because they have a little better grip than my tennies but i don't know it's it's fun and like as long as you're careful about not like opening up your hips too much to get to the ball your legs won't actually twist that much a lot of what's going to happen is you're just going to end up sliding a bunch so i guess that makes sense you know you know that's where it's like shifting where you transition from one direction to another is definitely not going to be ideal so oh it doesn't happen it doesn't happen at all really it's it's so hard to change direction most people like have to come to a complete stop before they change direction at all and if you don't the best way to do it is just by pushing off the the sideboards well i suppose yeah it's like who's going to be running full speed on ice and then trying to <laughs> yeah stop full motion it just yeah now that i think about it rationally in my head you're probably right so it's cold here in the great north of Wisconsin and the Upper Peninsula. Um, got a big snowstorm coming this week, but as of last week, we kind of had this little flame that started up, I want to say. Um, we had Noah come onto the podcast, and you know stuff just kind of really lit up, and we had great, um, at least for me personally, I've had great feedback about the podcast last week. And I had such great feedback that, and I lied to you about this earlier, Andy, that we also have a retaliating voice here with us today. If you want to introduce yourself, special guest. What is up, everyone? It is none other than Justin. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, man. This is going to be great. Uh, Noah Noah may have beat me at basketball all those years ago, but today I'm going to beat him in the podcast game. (laughs) <laughs> you're going for the uh for the ratings domination there huh justin exactly my strength may not be on the floor but mine is in front of a mic <laughs> I, you are a very very talented actor slash singer slash performer i suppose 
Bro, it's been a minute. It has been a minute <laughs> since I've done any of that stuff. <laughs> it's probably all gone, all gone down the drain. A little rusty now. And I'm not singing on the podcast. I'm not doing that. No, come on. That's like riding a bike. You don't lose that. Yeah, about four years of no practice. You kind of do lose it a little bit. I imagine the first time you ride a bike after four years, you end up falling off it. But probably. But like, you've still got your performance and your and your charisma and things like that. I'm sure. Maybe not the same. A little bit. But... A little bit, yeah, a little bit. I still got some of that, but you know, like I was listening to the podcast last week because I wasn't on it, and I was like, "Oh, as soon as they brought up Noah, ended up the guys started." I you guys are actually talking about it on the podcast of that video they were referencing, and I'm like, "Man, Justin's got to get on here." And I, I didn't know that there was in the plans because Bryce didn't really share that with us, but like, this is quite a surprise, and yeah. Looking forward to it. I'm so glad we have Justin on tonight. Let's go. I've been I've been hearing about this video and I have no idea that it exists. So one of you guys needs to send that to me so I can see that. <laughs> you have you no didn't idea know it exi- existed. Oh my <laughs> I, at least I don't remember. Yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, I gotta, I gotta see that as. <laughs> Mason, do you have the video on your phone? Yeah, it's definitely in the archives. We're gonna bring it up and we'll send it to him like immediately. I don't know if he like. If you wanna if you wanna work on trying to find it right now and then send it over, um, all right. We'll just dive into some questions <laughs> with Justin. So Justin, um, speaking of four years, I think that's probably the last time any of us have seen you. So I, like, I would agree with that. It's it's been a minute. <laughs> I mean, first of all, introduce yourself. Tell us, yeah. or, You know, tell us a little bit about yourself for the people that don't know who you are, and then yeah, fill us in the last four years. Yeah. So like I said, my name is Justin. I went to high school with these guys a lot like Noah did back in the day. And my path took me to UW-Madison, the wonderful, wonderful college that is Wisconsin. Um, And I was originally mechanical engineering. Um, That was kind of the path I wanted to go. But then I took one coding class and decided, wait, this is a lot more fun than anything I was doing in mechanical engineering. So then I switched to co- computer engineering, and now I'm a double major in computer engineering and computer science. So know a lot about computers. <laughs> Boolean algorithms. I just started those this week in... Nice. What is... Is that like... Are you guys doing it in a coding language at all? Or what are you doing it through? Uh, so we're using it just kind of as a basis to generate math models um, of like different dynamical systems in nature. Um, and so it's pretty arbitrary on what we're using it right now. Like it's just basically mm-hmm. ones and zeros and all the commands. Yes, on paper. ones and zeros. It's literally all ones and zeros. That's everything. Partially in uh, R Studio slash R. Oh, R. That's stuff. like a, that's a statistics coding language, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I never worked with that unfortunately, but I know people who have. Those last four years. I mean, you said that you're you went from mechanical and now you're working on basically building ultron so uh, <laughs> basically what basically. else is going on um well i got that going on um kind of the big thing that kind of like i started like a few years ago that has taken up all of my time basically um is i started a little club here on campus called yes uw and i'm sure any of my friends from madison listening to this hearing me mention yes uw like, oh God, the entire podcast is going to be about this now because I kind of have a thing. It's an inside joke that I always have to slip it into every single conversation. 
but basically the whole idea is of the club is to get people like outside their comfort zones and just say yes to more stuff and kind of get the most out of life i guess um and not let the opportunities pass you by um and so we throw a bunch of events around those themes and stuff for example we took uh i think 30 people we took 30 people skydiving once we turned our apartment into a restaurant we do some camping trips some polar plunges i actually did a polar plunge yesterday me and some people just jumped out in the lake and a big hole with it frozen over and just spent a few minutes in the hot tub basically (laughs) dude that is an awesome idea what's your favorite thing that you've done so far as a part of that club this skydiving was a lot of fun but probably two so there's three probably that are my favorite the first one skydiving obviously taking a bunch of random strangers skydiving and getting to meet all of them is an incredible experience um and then the other two are probably uh we did a weekend camping trip to devil's lake one time um and we just spent like a day and a half of just hiking around there like going down by the water up on like the little bluffs and um just having a good time with a bunch of people um some people i'd never met before but a lot of it was kind of the reoccurring people who come on the events um that one was really fun and recently this one became one of my new favorites because it was it worked out so well um we did a little valentine's day event where we just set up a booth and basically when people came they had to write a confession like a valentine's day confession and put it in a jar um and then they got to read someone else's valentine's day confession um kind of see a little window into someone else's life um and then at the end of that they got a hershey's kiss and a rose and their goal was to go then hand that off to a random stranger so we're really just trying to spread a lot of love on valentine's day and that was probably the most wholesome and like heartwarming event that we ever did so those are probably my some of my favorites that we've done so far but that's so crazy also like side note devil's lake is really awesome if anybody hasn't ever been there Highly, highly recommend State Park, Devil's Lake in Wisconsin. But when I think about what you've just described with this club, like, it definitely matches your personality perfectly. <laughs> it's it's Thank like, you. you just go for things and you like to be around other people and help them go for things too. So it's really awesome to see that you're doing that still in college. Thank you, Andy. That's so nice. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I was going to say the same thing. I mean, it definitely resonates. I remember from, you know, the time that we shared in theater for the two musicals mm-hmm. that I was in. And oh, we... yeah. See, a lot of y'all listening, unless you went to high school with us, these guys are saying I'm the big theater nerd or whatever. I remember I remember senior year, that senior play, and you three stole the show. So I don't even want to hear it about y'all. Let's, let's be real. Evan stole the I show. I was going to say, Evan Guns is not on the podcast. hey y'all were a part of it you all were a part of the people who stole the show so i mean it was a great performance i i have dreams about being back in the theater again the practicality Mm -hmm. of it all is just a little past my past my time but there's something about all of us becoming like just one body was so beautiful it was like for a sports team, it's one thing, but for it to be a collective group of individuals that just want to perform it like art in front of other, I don't know. It was just mind blowing to me. And I think for the listeners that are, you know, present with us, um, most of the people that 
we might have on this podcast are going to be related to something of that degree where we all kind of got together that senior year. Um, we will have exceptions, um, I'm assuming, of like different guests available. But um, when you, it comes down to like our core high school, just like class, I think that was the one thing that really brought everybody together. Uh, people from different niches and groups and we had always been really like cohesive and flowing in from one group to another and like all super friendly with each other but um, the senior play that we had our final year was probably the thing that really like showed that beauty of like a family our class had Mm -hmm. yeah definitely I mean sorry my mom uh, the last dance that we did at that probably like every month or every other month just for some random reason we'll get on the topic she's like man i wish we had that on film because of like copyright reasons but like for real for real she just always brings that up and i'm like you know what that is like kind of what you're speaking to bryce like the defining moment of like the defining moment where it was just like different people that didn't necessarily hang out or talk to each other like as like their own groups every day but like still coming together and recognizing that this is our last moment at high school together. We grew up with each other and, you know, in the town that we were in and getting to share that, that, that really was one of the highlights of my, my personal high, high school career. And I'm sure that's the case with everybody involved. So just to speak on my end about that. So Justin, backtracking a little bit, you've gone, uh, you've gone towards a double major now. Does that mean you're going to have to spend any extra time at Madison or how does that work? Unfortunately, like the rest of our wonderful class, but um, mainly because obviously the double major thing. And then um, because I was mechanical engineering before, I thought there was going to be more classes that I like, overlaid, but there wasn't really. So I am now, I'm technically like, yeah, I'm a senior standing like with my um, like credits and stuff. But as far as the classes, like my track through like computer engineering, computer sciences, I'm more of like a junior kind of level, like with my knowledge. Um, so like I am going to be end up doing a fifth year, which honestly, like I'm fine with, um, COVID kind of took away a year from all of us and I just get to spend another one. Um, and then one of my best friends is doing a fifth year as well. And then my current roommate, he's a year younger than me. Uh, so he'll do, um, uh, another year as well. So then we all three get to like graduate together. And they're also the people who like helped me found YesUW as well. So we've, we're a very close group of three. Um, and the fact that we all now get to graduate together is really cool. But yeah, that's still really impressive though. Like five years for a double major is pretty good. Um, where do you kind of hope to end up, I guess, with CS and CE? Yeah, I, the goal, the idea is something in software, whether that be software development, software engineering, web development, um, just uh, kind of do that. And the goal ultimately is I don't really care how much I'm getting paid. I'll get paid kind of a decent amount no matter what. But I want to, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of like digital nomad C or anything like that. I don't know if you've heard of that term at all. No, um, explain it. No, I have not. Yeah, so what it is, is you get a remote job, basically. And in coding and software, there's a lot of those. So there's a big surplus. And I want to be able to get in a position where, yeah, I'll have an apartment in one city, but I want to be able to travel, go anywhere, not really have a base. But as long as I have a Wi-Fi connection and can do my work, that's the vibe. Um, and so I'll be able to travel as much as I want, travel wherever I want. Um and still be able to uh like 
um, do work and be a productive member of society, basically. So that's the ultimate goal is digital nomadcy. Yeah, I guess that's kind of where I want to go with it once I graduate. That's super cool. So like, I, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, I think, but what's your like top two or three places that you want to travel? That is a really good question. Um, probably number one is Machu Picchu in Peru. I don't really, I can't really get a Wi-Fi connection there, but that's just a place I want to visit. Um, uh, something like that. Um, I definitely also another spot that has been my on my list for a while is Santorini, Greece, or like Mykonos or something like that. I don't know if you guys know that what that is, but it's like this little town. Um, on the side of like an island cliff and they all are like white houses with these beautiful blue roofs and it all overlooks like the Mediterranean and it looks so cool. Um, that's a spot. And then Germany is a place I've always wanted to go to because that's like where my heritage lies. I'd love to visit there. Um, but those are kind of like the main ones I kind of want to go to. But I was I was just about to start singing Dancing Queen, but um <laughs> I know it's just just a little bit different place, um, but same kind of relative region. Because when I think of Greece and cities on the the hillside or the the mountainside, that's that's what I think. Mm-hmm. But um, so I just want to wrap this back to you know this video. Uh, Mason, did you end up getting to send it to him? I I can I can confirm. Sources are telling me from me personally that we do indeed have a copy of the original video. <laughs> send it over to justin okay. and Listen, you, you have my snapchat still right i believe i do yeah I'm if you don't send it right now we, we can link it up um mm-hmm. J- justin we want a live reaction uh, okay. uh you know you don't have to be superficial about it if it's literally just you watching it and then mm-hmm. saying something or if you just like oh my god all the way through it whatever it oh, has to god. be We'll take oh, live reaction, wow. and then we're gonna take your take on the uh, the thing. All right, this I have be it your open on my phone. Moment to shine. Look- yeah, I have it open on my phone, and I'm not looking at it yet. So I'm about to click it in three, two, one. Bro, that looks like locks. Looks like I got locks on him. I don't know what he's talking about. I got him locked up on the defense. Oh, look at that! Look at that swipe. Oh, oh, never mind. He did cook <laughs> there. Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, bro, the. I just looked at the comment you put on the top of that, Noah, and then in quotes, the answer, Shaft, with the crossover <laughs> of the century. Man, that is true. He did did dust me there a little bit, but um, that is, that's good. That's good. I'm a little bit more athletic now than I was back then, but. Ooh. So I'm hearing a rematch. I was yeah. going to say, that comment doesn't come for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally, I texted Bryce, like, when I heard it come out, when I heard the um, podcast, because I, I listened to it last week. And um, I was like, yo, when is this rematch? And then I texted Noah as well. And I was like, when is the rematch? And he offered spring break. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be home spring break. I'm going to Florida for spring break. Um, so we can't do it spring break, but maybe another time we can have the rematch. And it could be a stop sponsored event. We'll get like we'll get crowds of like thousands of people to show up when y'all are big. We this big one on one duel of this century. Big one on one, you know. Uh, aside from you, Justin, Noah has the quite the reputation around um, the high school class making rivals in Sam, yourself. Um, <laughs> you can argue even us for just being what is probably the most awesome person ever. I mean, 
no offense justin or anything, oh but i think noah's a pretty awesome dude so you know yeah. he's got everybody against him <laughs> yeah literally everyone's just vibing noah for that top spot or everyone's trying to knock him down but he just keeps pushing us back dunking on us like he did on me in that video um just everyone on his way he just hits him with a little crossover and it's over you call you call that a dunk i i don't know if i've ever seen a two-handed layup in my entire life <laughs> no nah, man that was a dunk it was two hands on the ball right in the ring. that was a dunk <laughs> great form oh from goodness. our man <laughs> but yeah i guess uh y'all have been asking me all these questions but i do have one question for y'all um i was uh fortunate to be able to listen to your conversation you were having before um i joined what is broomball <laughs> am i the resident expert should i take this yeah you're one? the resident expert yep yeah right. there you go so broomball is essentially hockey it's played on a little bit smaller court um all right you have holes um just like you do in hockey, except they're usually just like wooden boxes instead of ones with nets. Um, nice. And then you play with this rubber ball that's probably like 10 inches in diameter. It's like a blue okay. rubber ball, yeah. typically. And So it's like kind of a to... bigger ball. Yeah, yeah, it's a bigger ball. And you have to just take brooms and use a bunch of tape to construct them into like hockey stick style um and then you just play hockey with that. Um, Got it. That other... makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> yeah, there's other crazy rules and stuff, which you don't really need to know, but it's basically hockey, so it's a lot of fun. Got it. And you, you don't have skates, so you're just playing in, like, boots or tennis shoes or whatever. Got it. Not going to lie, when you all were first talking about it, I was, like, I heard broomball, and I was like, is that, like, curling? Like, do they just, like, <laughs> like... Like, like broom in front of like a ball trying to get it to a spot. That's what I thought it was at first. Then you were talking about like points and goals. And I was like, I don't think this is what they're talking about. But <laughs> there's definitely been worse comparisons of sport. I mean, not to say that I'm a broom ball expert. I mean, I've known about it for like 24 hours now, but you know. I, what I'm hearing is it's the next Yes UW event. That's cool. yeah. It's all good. Good yeah. point. Honestly, we're all about trying that new stuff um yeah we'll get we got the big old lake here too lake mendota so we can i bet we could get a good game although it's melting i don't know about where you guys are at but uh look we've been having some nice warm weather um and the lake is starting to melt so that's not very fun but um i uh, all i'm hearing is just, just a little bit more exciting yeah nothing's oh, you stopping guys... you from still playing on a melted you want to know how crazy people in Madison are about, like, that kind of stuff? Yeah, let's hear um, it. So, this last weekend, I didn't go because I knew it was going to be terrible conditions, and I knew, like, there's probably a safety hazard on the ice. But I've gone to it in previous years. It's fun. Classic Madison. It's called Lily's Classic. Um, and it's basically this big darty where we all go out on the ice, um, and everyone parties, has a good time. Um, but this year, because of the heat uh there was about two or four inches of water just on top of it and everyone just sloshed around falling in it um i saw clips of like cracks from the ice and water bubbling on it while everyone was out there um so i don't know if that's the best condition to play broom ball right now especially in the area where the party happened but um yeah i don't know if that'd be the best environment but (laughs) that's that's terrible although you probably could find a uh, a rink not too far from you because there are professional broomball leagues. 
Mm, nice. Yeah, I'll have to join one. Screw yes, UW. I'm, it's Broomball UW now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I don't know what it's like over by you, but um, we are just getting the brunt now of the new winter storm that's passing through. Oh, yeah. Um, I heard that was for the next three days. Coming through. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't gotten anything of it yet. It started cooling down a little bit and the wind started picking up, but we haven't gotten any of it today. I've heard somewhere i've heard numbers as high as like 13 inches of snow <laughs> as of wednesday but um the one thing i like to tell people is there's two things you don't trust in this world the weatherman and heights on tinder so oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny yeah in Madison, i think we're only supposed to get four inches i don't think it's supposed to i don't think it's supposed to hit as hard but i do know we're supposed to get some snow. Oh, not looking forward to that i just want summer back <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this summer. That is that is sad to think that like after this year a lot of people are gonna be going like they're like fully separate ways. Like I have a bunch of friends who are graduating that I'm kinda sad that I'm not graduating with. Um that aren't gonna be here. And I'm sure you guys feel the same way just with graduating yourselves. Like um I guess not the fear of the unknown, but just like the unknown factor coming up. Um it's kinda scary. But that brings it back to the whole seek discomfort thing. Like, you know, you don't know it, say yes, just jump. Yeah, sometimes we just gotta jump and have faith that Wherever it leads us is a nice soft, maybe mattress underneath. Um, that's just a good place to take a nap or keep running. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's the, I don't know. I'm really enjoying this. Normally I'm a big planner. Um, I'm sure Andy and Mason can understand that <laughs> from just me trying to organize things. But um, I, I've I've started to enjoy the, the unknown feeling that's starting to settle in um, mm-hmm. recently. Kind of cool. Yeah, for for a little background, um, Bryce puts in a ton of work for these episodes. He'll come in and be like, we got to go through these seven different topics. And I'm like, Bryce, we we can't get through all of these in an hour, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it's such a true point, Andy. But I think it really speaks to how how much work Bryce does put into it. But not only that, but like the results of it, too, that we're able to continue to do this and now have guests on and the traction that that is happening y'all are big now y'all are big now how much i'll ask you later but i do want to hear the analytics and like see how you guys are doing um because i am curious like the uh I, you don't have to say anything while we're on the podcast now but that is something i do want to hear about later um but but yeah i guess what's been going on in your lives like you're asking me all these questions i feel like i should ask all, i don't even know like half of y'all's majors i'm just assuming it's like biology based on that noah's episode because like y'all were talking about virology and so i know it's somewhere in that and I listened to a little bit of episode four, like today, just because I wanted to like, I was like, ooh, I need to prep. I need to know what I'm talking about. I need to know how the kind of the podcast goes. Um, and Mason, I think your business based on a little bit I've heard, but I want to hear what you guys are doing up and what you guys are up to. Yeah, you'd be correct about that. I mean, there's different, like, not really sub majors, but like different avenues of the business uh, majors. So technically I'm business marketing. I'm also a minor in economics just because I could have graduated last semester, but I'm like, I might as well stay in school and do a little bit more studies, but business Fair is what enough. captured my, yeah, business is what captured my attention right out of high school, kind of toward the end of um, senior year when I had personal finance. That's kind of what put the nail in the coffin for that. And I do thoroughly enjoy it as well as all the stereotypes, as I mentioned on the podcast before about not getting a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Engineers and not to hate on you, Mason, but engineers do uh, make a lot of fun of business majors. It's- it's like, not oh, just yeah. engineers. It's not just engineers. That's okay, it. good. I'm glad it's. I'm glad it's. I'm glad it's a wide range 
Um, Dude, even, just, even psych majors make fun of engineers. My psych professor the other of day... Of engineers? Or not or of engineers, business. of business majors. I was going to say. My psych professor the other day, goes. she was talking about, like, cheating in classes or something. And she's like, yeah, I, my little sister got into the business uh, school somewhere. And she was like, if like 85% of the people are cheating in my class. If you're not cheating, you're not doing something right. <laughs> Everyone listening who's not in college yet, that is not the way it's supposed to go. Um, <laughs> unless you're a business major. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. generally, generally, you probably shouldn't do that. I mean, don't I'm saying cheat. that as, yeah, yeah, don't. Um, you will, but just don't. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the first year we had college career was like you said earlier justin like or at least i think it was justin but somebody mentioned the fact that we were in covid and so experience is like oh we're trying to throw this together like right around the time of spring break everybody comes back from like our quote-unquote two-week spring break when it just turns into what it was and now you're trying to arrange all these classes online and trying to get all the teachers set up and they're just they're lesson plans they're just yeah. asking for us to cheat <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it was quite a lot of people's best semester of their career, if I must say. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? For me, for me personally, it was, I didn't cheat at all. <laughs> I think it was, and I'm sure, I'm sure all these upstanding citizens on this podcast can agree with me. Everyone except everyone on this podcast uh, were cheating um, for legal reasons. Um, I mean, it, it depends on what you call cheating. Um, I think a lot of... I, I think there's a huge shift in academia, at least from my perspective, of where we are assigned a, a group assignment. Um, and probably I would think most people would consider cheating as one person does it and then everybody copies it. But I think with COVID and just kind of, I don't know, there was a little bit of morality behind it still, um, at least for my discipline. And what we did is we'd all work on the homework individually and then we'd all like meet up for like a two or three hour period. Oh, yeah. Go through the assignment like one question at a time and break it down. And I think that was probably one of the only benefits that came out of COVID is because that became insanely easier to do. Like mm -hmm. you could start the homework at the same time, do the homework in real time with each other, use multiple minds on the homework. And now some professors are like super old school minded about that and they really hate that. Like I have one professor right now that's like, do not work with any other people. And I totally respect his decision, so I don't. But um, other, like most of my professors now are just more like, I encourage you to do this with other mm -hmm. people. I think like, that's a big yeah. difference between um, like maybe old school bio majors as opposed to engineering majors because literally everything that we do as engineers is going to be in teams and things like that, even, even oh, when yeah. we're out working in the real world. So like... They're, they're all like, yeah, work on your homework together. Ask ask other people questions before you come to us and things like that. So, Because in the real world, like you can ask people questions and you can work with them on stuff. Like that's just how it works. <laughs> that is exactly right. Like I'm just like thinking about like a business job, like a, like a stereotypical first job you get is probably sitting in a cubicle. You're training at this new company. You're like taking customer calls. Like I'm just setting up a hypothetical situation. And it's like, okay, a customer calls me. I don't know what to do. I'm going to go ask my coworker to my cubicle to my left. And he'd be like, nah, you should know this by now. You have to figure it out yourself. And it's like, does that actually happen in the real world? I mean, like, sure, you'll have probably people like that. But it's like the greater point we are talking to is like working with teams, working with groups. Like it's not 
trying to see who's the best and smartest employee. I mean, if the company's trying to make a profit, is that really what we're after? Exactly. So what you're speaking to is, is totally true. We're so inter we're so interdependent now because of the fact that we're so advanced in how much knowledge that's available to us. It's nearly impractical for any of us to be able to know everything at once, especially instantaneously, like in that job setting example that you gave Mason, like instantaneously, we're not going to know how to do everything. We might have the skills to get us to that point, but we're not going to know what software the company uses right off the bat. We don't know, um, you know, the clientele that we're working with. We'll know basic in the example of like marketing or something, we'll know basic like procedures and philosophies behind it, but we won't understand how the business itself actually functions. So whether it's, you know, marketing's devoted to people they know in radio or they're super close with and that's where they track the most attention and so you're you're catering and trying to figure out how to connect with these audiences that are um only radio listeners or this day and age like a social media manager you know what i mean like and then navigating all the different social medias i'm learning with the podcast alone like spotify is a whole different element from just a podcaster's perspective it's different from my buddy that produces and releases music so yeah it's just it's just crazy um how interdependent we are as humans and um for real i, I kind of like that group vibe that we have now speaking of the podcast and like marketing and stuff have you guys thought about ways to like kind of grow it a little bit more trying to like make it bigger at all or um i have i have personal ideas um personally uh, uh, it's just right now i'm posting it on my socials mm -hmm. um have you thought about like starting an Instagram or like doing stuff like that for like the podcast itself or maybe like a clips thing, like funny things that happen on it or stuff? Or... The, the problem with the podcast right now that we're starting to try that I want to eventually evolve into is we don't have any video because video ah. becomes incredibly harder to edit with voices and overlays. Like I can mm -hmm. just sit down on my laptop and punch out one of these hour video like our episodes and maybe like two and a half hours of editing but then i have to add the video element and then i also have to make sure that everything looks good um whereas it's just matching audio and i can just give a little audio warning like i did at the last mm. cast instead mm. of just having to fix it completely um social media wise haven't really thought about making a page yet um that becomes time consuming and like i said i have three tests yeah. this week so yeah like <laughs> well, i feel that I will say, though, so far, bringing on guests has been amazing. Like, Noah, we got a ton of listens last week, according to Bryce. I don't see the numbers, but, and I'm assuming we'll get a bunch more this week because people want to hear from not just us sometimes. Like, my voice doesn't sound that good, so it's probably good oh, to Andy, hear your voice. Andy, you sound like butter, so don't even, don't even <laughs> worry about it. We, I, I did do an informal promo of the SUP podcast. Um, we had a crew, uh, lacrosse crew area um, volleyball tournament this past weekend. I made an appearance for just a very little bit, and they asked me about the podcast. So somewhere there's a video of me plugging the podcast in a crew environment. Nice. Um, but I know I have people up, come up to me in Bible study and just ask about the podcast. So you gotta, you gotta be like me and slip uh, the podcast into every other sentence whenever you're talking to someone. That's how I got YesUW to grow so quickly. Yes. <laughs> can, can we get uh, YesUW to be an, an official sponsor of the podcast? <laughs> Great marketing. Um, <laughs> um, 
so you're that's assuming we have money to sponsor you oh, um, yeah we're 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 working on our own financial issues which we actually have found prop maybe a permanent solution to we're actually talking with someone right now i can't give you really any details because we're still in the middle of like contractual stuff um but yesdw may or may not have a official sponsor uh in a few months so that's exciting Super yeah exciting. Mm-hmm. that's that's really cool um exciting for us i feel like but yeah if you, if you make it to that level then this is definitely something you should spread to the entire uw school system that's yeah. what we we've talked about it and we actually i haven't seen i don't want to throw shade on anyone at all but i've seen that there was a yes uww started in whitewater um that and we know the person who started it i haven't seen if they've done anything it's not a shot at all at them i just haven't i don't know if they have done anything um but i do know there's like clubs like there's a, like that popped up i know at madison we've had a few clubs that have like popped up and like kind of tried to do the same thing that we do um so it's it is spreading a little bit and uh kind of the idea behind the club have you guys ever heard of yes theory at all yeah i have yeah well, anyways, it's the YouTube channel that I kind of base the club around and the adventures they go on. I just had took their message and like kind of am spreading it to UW Madison. Um, we had a their their clothing brand is called Seek Discomfort, and we actually had a meeting with them last year. We had a meeting with um, Seek Discomfort, one of their reps, and they were actually like trying to find a way of how to like. Um, they were interviewing a bunch of these yes clubs across the country and like figuring out like what worked, what didn't, and how they can like try and make a standardized procedure on if someone wanted to create a club and like how to make it successful and stuff. And we were one of the more, I don't know who they all talked to, but I think we were definitely one of them. Like they reached out to us. Um, so we're definitely getting the attention of someone. But um, so that was really cool. <laughs> but Yeah, that's awesome. I hope it continues to grow because that's just like, mentality that i think a lot of people need is just like go for it stop waiting and stop being complacent and just take chances sometimes yeah do you want to you want to hear the story of like how it kind of started like where the idea came from yeah for sure absolutely yeah it's it's one of my favorite stories to tell um and kind of so much like i said i kind of talk about it too much but um basically so it was the middle of covid um obviously everyone was having a bad time and um because of that i well i had already signed a lease to come back to madison before um the whole covid thing hit so i was coming back to madison no matter what whatever the state of the school was in um so i came back and i had like two friends that i hung out like with regularly um one of them is my now current roommate so like uh that ended up being well um and the other one was just an engineering friend i had i still talk to him but we're not as close as we used to be um but i just got to a point where i was like there's nothing to do and like everything i wanted to do i couldn't do because you know you like i'm sure everyone was like this before covid like oh i have my entire life to like do all these cool go to concerts travel do all these crazy things um but then covid kind of like shifted the view on that like oh we're not always going to be able to do everything we want to do and that kind of like started the gears turning a little bit and then i ran into a guy who he started, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Wim Hof at all, like the kind of breathing technique and like the cold temperature exposure. He's like the Iceman or whatever. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, I've heard of him. Um, Doesn't he also hold a record for like running a marathon in a desert without drinking water? Probably. Like that man is insane. He's he's just, he's, 
He's wild. Um, but this dude loved Wim Hof so much. He started a club on Madison called the Hoffers. Love them. They're good friends of ours. We, they do basically like always are doing polar plunges and stuff and always jumping in the lake. Um, and he was over at my apartment. We were talking and he saw all. I'm a huge fan of Yes Theory. Um, so all my stuff, like Yes Theory stuff was on display. I have a Seek Discomfort flag, all that stuff. And he was like, oh, Yes Theory. And I was like, yeah. Um, and he's like, do you know if there's a club on campus? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't think there is. He's like, well, why don't you start one? I was like, nah, I can't, I can't start one. Like, that's a club. Like, I'll just join something or whatever. I'm not going to do that. And I sat with it and thought about it. And I was like, well, how, how could we implement this? How could this become a thing? Um, and so I pitched my best friend at the time, who's now my roommate, like I said, this idea. And he was on board for it. I was like, I need a team to help me do this. And like, I need at least one other person. And the guy who... I originally talked to about the idea loved it but he was too busy to help me with it um and so then uh i went to this one this dude's hoffer's events where he jumped in the lake met this dude uh there and we hit off immediately he knew about yes series he discomfort he knew about all of it. and we didn't after that we didn't see each other for like a month or two and then mifflin which everyone in madison knows mifflin but it's the big week of it's the big weekend where it's like this massive block party that happens um in madison and like literally everyone goes to it um and i ran into the guy i met at the lake there um and i was like hey i got this crazy idea second time meeting this dude i want to start this club where all we do is just say yes and go on adventures and like get the most out of life and seek discomfort yada 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 the whole spiel um and he said yes so he was technically the first person to say yes um, and then we met over the summer, we came up with the ideas. Third time we met, we came up with all the idea of how we wanted to run the club. Um, and so then we started uh, the fall of my junior year. So fall 2021, 20 right when people were starting to open up again, I was like, this is the opportunity. People realize that they've been missing out on stuff. They want to go out and do stuff. They want to say yes to things. We just have to be there to let them say yes. And then YesDW is born. And we now technically are at almost 900 members um uh in total uh it's kind of pseudo members we have like a core team that plans everything and then we have people who just follow our instagram um and we kind of use that as like our pseudo account um but we have 900 people we have 888 technically on the instagram and we have an email list of about 400 um so we got it grew very quickly very fast um and now now we're just pop now we're where we're at so that's kind of the story of how it started and where we're at now but that is so amazing that's a great story dude Definitely, if you're at UW-Madison, why have you not joined this club? Just say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally just say yes. Uh, And yeah, it's like, we don't charge, like, we'll charge people for the events. Like when we, sorry, those are my keys. I was moving those. I don't know if you guys can hear them. (laughs) Um, But uh, um, our events, like we try to make them as cheap as possible. We're filed as a non-for-profit. So um, any money we make from events, we put directly back into the club and uh, just kind of pay for events and stuff. Um, But with the sponsorship, we should be able to get uh, cheaper stuff Um, because then we don't have to charge people as much. Like skydiving, we can't afford to do that for 30 people. But like small events, like the Rose thing I was talking about, like the Valentine's Day thing, um, that we obviously is for free. Like we're just, we try to do everything for free as much as we can um but yeah i'm really impressed with hearing how fast and rapidly it seemed to grow yeah we had we in the first semester we had like 400 people on the instagram like it was it was wild like we that was a problem was we grew too quickly and we didn't know how to handle it now we're a little bit better about it but we did not know how to handle the number of people we had at the beginning well i think it i mean to be fair that's a good thing that you said but also it's like identifying a need and the fact that 
I mean, you guys have talked about it already, but like the fact that so many people are willing to sign up so quickly upon this kind of new idea um, just really speaks to the amount of people that are looking to do stuff like that, which I think we've already tapped on. But hey, credit to you. It's really like like Andy said, the story is really awesome. And it's really good to hear the impact that you're making on campus that, you know, most people might not see as like a big deal, but the opportunity that you provided for people is you never know what it can really mean in somebody's life. So 100 percent. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure where you stand religiously or anything, Justin, but when I hear things like this, I definitely see that the Lord shines through you. Um, and just being oh, a, man. a beacon of light for everybody to Thank you. just a nice calm space and spreading the love uh, of the Lord to everybody around. And, you know, the people out there that don't know, you know, where they are in life for stuff. Um, I just, I just want to, you know, to cast my arm out and cast um, all of our arms out, especially if you're in the Madison area to reach out to any of us join. Yes, UW, um, because, you know, we live in a, again very interdependent world and um i think it's important for everybody to have at minimum a friend mm -hmm. and and be to be able to do things with other people and um i know personally i'm always doing things always welcoming people to join me um, i'm sure andy and mason are the same way justin obviously is he has a whole <laughs> club dedicated yeah. to it so you we know, we have a we have a saying, uh, a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. Exactly. Yeah. And if you guys are, if you guys are ever in Madison, uh, let me know. Like I can, we'll, we have events, like we're kind of have a lot of stuff right now and I'm glad the team is handling it well. Um, uh, but we have a lot of events coming up and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil them because one of the things I'm, I don't know if anyone from yes, is going to listen to this. But um, one of the things we try and do about the club is we really like spontaneity and we don't tell people about the events until like maximum a week in advance. Or if it's something like skydiving, we'll say two weeks because we need information from people. But we try to not let people know about our events until they happen. That's awesome. I, I like that spontaneity of it because it really gets people thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to come catch a Badger game this fall and we'll have to hang out. Yeah, 100%, 100%. That'd be a blast. And show you guys around. Yeah, Maybe we can sure. we can get the we can get the Cole Center rented out for me and uh Noah's rematch. Oh my. <laughs> I think that would the, be the biggest deal. The podcast would really oh, have man. to take off if that were to happen. I mean, <laughs> Maybe yes, you does throw in a little bit of help with that, but no, I'm kidding. I say yes to that. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, well, Justin, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, dude, you just have a, a crazy life story, um, at least from the college experience, going from what we all worship you as theater kid, massive baller that fell just short of Noah. Um, yeah, just short of his greatness. Just short. Like, you know, you know, I was Kareem and Noah was LeBron. So yeah, that's uh -oh. fair. Yeah. And no, it's been it's, it's been great catching up with you, man. Um, is there anything you'd like to shout out shout out for the on the on the exit of this podcast i mean uh not really um if you want to follow yes uw like yes at it's at yes.uw on instagram um just because you know um a uh i always promote it on everything a little bit too much um but if you want to follow me i guess if that's something that people do 
Um, I don't know. I I didn't listen to the no offense. I didn't listen to the end of Noah's. Um, I listened about thirty to forty minutes through. So I don't know if Noah shouted out anything on his socials, but my social is at Justin Ben zero one. But um, yeah, I didn't give Noah a chance, and I wanted to give uh the the future guests a chance because I thought about all right, cool. Effect, so um, yeah, I, have... I didn't want to be like overstepping my bounds at all. <laughs> no, it's all good. I'll be linking um yes UW minimally in the show notes. So. If you guys are in the um, UW-Madison area, interested in this organization, Justin's a great guy. It sounds like they have great leadership and a mm-hmm. great organization to be in. So we got, a, we got a bunch of cool people, and we're all super welcoming. So come on down. Say yes. It's that easy. Say yes. All right. Well, have a good night, Justin. Well, hey, good seeing you guys. Definitely got to see you guys sometime in the future. Not four years from now, but... <laughs> we got a class reunion that some of us still have to plan <laughs> I was, are you on that price i don't even know who's in charge of that uh i am vi- vice president of the class so we oh we i forgot about, about it but so it's, cool, cool. it's something that's well at least at now. least minimum sometime within the next year because it's coming up on five years now so we'll see if we make it happen <laughs> i believe in you if there's if there's any because wasn't it who was who was president again uh page, page. oh if there's anyone who can do it it's you yeah. and page so yeah 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 cool cool uh have a have a good night guys thank you for letting me on um yeah so so everyone i say hi bye hey, justin. Yeah, see you justin yeah thanks justin it was good to talk to you bye wow it was great to have justin on um, a little another spontaneous pickup uh, i actually asked him last night um just kind of like their yes uw method i've been trying to keep these guests as secret as possible so i did lie to andy at his face when he noticed that guest jay was in the recording studio um is that superficial friendship man i'm telling you i have to keep it that way um because i think it draws out a better reaction and i think we can have a little bit more fun with it that way too so um i definitely agree you guys have anything you want to say no, it was a great episode. Not that's on my mind. I was really happy to get to talk to Justin again. It's been a while, like we said, and he just he's had such a really cool story and it's it's given me a lot to think about. Ditto. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well thank you everybody for listening to this week's podcast. This unfortunately is the second to last episode of the pilot season. Um we'll be recording the final episode next week. Um and I hopefully will have that out um in time before i leave for pittsburgh um but look for a big episode still not no 100 sure what we're going to do for it yet but um yeah it should be a good episode um thank you guys for listening once again um it's been bryce this has been mason and it's andy we'll see you for the final week